Welcome back to Be Unfiltered, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are moving ahead in business and taking action on their dreams. I'm your host, Kelsey Brooks, a serial and spiritual entrepreneur, business coach, and social media maven. I strive for helping your business manifest success faster with my weekly no bullshit tips so you can begin to live your dream life unfiltered. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back. I can't believe we are here. We are on day seven. We've made it to the final day of the feature week for National Business Women's Week here on Be Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Brooks. I don't know about you, but I have been loving everybody that's come on, maybe just because they're all my personal friends, but I hope you guys have been enjoying them as well. And today I have another super, super special guest, and she is Dana. She is actually my very first business coach that I booked, I think it was about three years ago, back in I think 20 or maybe 2018, I don't know, two or three years ago. And I'm just so excited to have her on the podcast um, and just really kind of dive into all things business, sales and marketing with her. And I mean, we have been talking about doing this for so long and I'm just so excited that it's finally happened. So enjoy the episode. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Be Unfiltered podcast. This is our last day doing the feature week for National Business Women's Week. And I have my very dear friend, Dana, with me. Hello. How are you, beautiful? Hi, Kelsey. Hi, everybody. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and dive in and tell everybody who's watching, slash listening, um, kind of what you do, how you got started, and we'll kind of just go from there and get the ball rolling. Yeah, so I'm Dana Fongayu. I'm a life coach for female entrepreneurs. I'm also a business strategist. Um, I've been in the coaching world for about four years now, but I've owned my own businesses for going on 15 years. Um, I started in business when I was 19 years old. I was in school. I was in college for child psychology. Um, got kind of a job just to have during college, and it was a startup business, a construction company. Um, where I pretty immediately became a partner because the owner was new to Hawaii, realized he didn't know anything about business <laughs> in Hawaii and, uh, and, and needed a lot from me. So I kind of dove right into doing business, you know, while I was in college, I didn't stay, um, and I didn't end up staying in school because of it. Um, but from age 19 until now, 34 years old, always owned my own businesses, had to learn how to grow brick and mortars from the ground up had to learn how to do sales, marketing, had to be a woman in a male-driven industry, um, had to pivot a lot, mm-hmm. um, tons of human res- you know, resources, tons of uh, you know, strategic planning, tons of internal mindset work to learn how to be confident, learn how to make hard decisions, learn how to be more assertive mm-hmm. and demand respect, um, all different types of things that I learned over the years is what kind of led me into coaching because people would just start coming to me with questions and looking to me for advice about how I did what I did um, when they were in positions where they needed to do similar things. So I sort of fell into the coaching industry, mostly by accident, uh, but decided that it was my absolute passion. Uh, As I had mentioned earlier, when I was in college, I was in college for psychology. I knew I always wanted to help people. And in construction, I wasn't really doing that. Mm-hmm. So this kind of bridged the gap between what I was good at and what I loved and, and what people needed. So I really found my purpose and my niche in, in the world uh, doing this and helping other women to 
step into the version of themselves that's the most powerful, that's the most confident, that's the most capable and driven and able to reach their goals, able to take action through their fears, able to um, be that 1%, the people who don't just talk about it, but the people who actually do it. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of the nutshell version of who I am and what I do. (laughs) I love that. You guys, Dana was actually my very first coach that I hired. I think we started working together like summer of 2018 or something. So I have personally worked with her. She is a hard worker. She's an amazing coach. And yeah, those 15 years of experience in growing all those businesses. I mean, she knows what she's talking about. Um, And yeah, it's just really good to really kind of have somebody there when you're growing your own business, who's kind of been there down the ropes and everything. Um, And Dana was actually the one who kind of brought out in me um, kind of helped me open my eyes to what my true passion and calling was. Um, cause when we first started working together, um, as you guys may have heard on the podcast or know my history, I had a merchandise business that I started back in 2015 and I kind of started that on the whim, but it wasn't really that true thing. I kind of definitely got a lot of burnout from it. I wasn't passionate about, you know, getting the sales in and growing as like, okay, well, I always want to be like an entrepreneur. Like I've always just had the mindset, like, I'm, oh, I'm just going to have my own business. But I didn't know what that looked like until I kind of really started working with Dana, working on that mindset and everything. Um, and that's when I was like, realized, like, I like helping people. Like I kind of like this coaching thing. Maybe I'll explore it. Um, what would you say are some like rudimentary, like mindset work that a lot of newer entrepreneurs, you know, myself back in the day uh, that a lot of people really kind of need to focus on to get to that level, to grow and to scale. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's, there are really so many, I would say one, um, just to, to start it off would be most people who are coming into entrepreneurship are coming into entrepreneurship for a reason. Mm-hmm. So there either is some sort of a quarter life crisis where maybe they've left college, finished college, graduated, started, started their career, their families and their reasons that they had planned to do and the person who they thought they were going to be and the life that they thought they were going to have is not enough. And they're not feeling good about it. They're not feeling aligned to it anymore. And that can be kind of scary because there's societal expectations, family expectations, money spent on college, the investment of time, everything that you've done up until this point, and you're going, oh, crap, this isn't for me. Never mind, just kidding, right? (laughs) So a lot of people are coming to me um, either during a quarter life type of a crisis or even a midlife type of a crisis where they're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And so the first hurdle really is rediscovering who they are again because they've already programmed in their mind, this is what I have to do, this is who I have to be, this is how it has to happen. And um, stepping outside of that box and and deciding that they're gonna take another, uh, a different journey or a different path than what was always expected of them or what was always planned or what they've been doing up until this point um, is the first part of it. It's, It's just a lot of rediscovery. Who am I? Who do I wanna be? What is my purpose? What sets me on fire? What is the thing that I'm going to choose to do 
And who's the person that I'm going to choose to be that I can be and do every day for the rest of my life. That is going to be so important to me. So exciting to me. So enjoy enjoyable and fulfilling Mm -hmm. that even when it gets really hard and really when times are tough and maybe I'm not super successful at the beginning, what is it going to be that allows me to do it anyway? That keeps me from stopping. Right. So the first part is that mindset shift really around identity um, and desire. Um, And then beyond that, like once we've decided who I am, what I want to do and who I want to be, all of that kind of stuff, then there's actions to be taken. Right. There's Mm -hmm. decisions to be made. There's changes to be made in your life and change and commitment and all of the things that come with making this the shift are scary for various reasons. Oh yeah. So different. So, definitely scary yeah. to make shift and change. And so many different types of fear. So so really the the biggest one, like right after the self-discovery part of it, the mindset around um who I'm gonna become is the mindset around taking action and fears. So that tends to be where I spend the vast majority of time with my clients um, is is fear management and um the mindset around confidence, the mindset around um, courage. I don't like to use the term fake it till you make it. I hear that a lot in this industry. I don't think that there's anything aligned or um, authentic about being fake, but there is total truth in just being courageous. There's total personal truth in doing it anyway Uh and being scared and still taking the action and being messy and being imperfect. I think that all of that is beautiful and authentic. It's an important part of the journey. So I don't really call it being fake or faking it till you make it. I call it braving it till you make it Um, and just doing it. So that tends to be where a lot of my work comes in with my clients is taking those actions, managing their thoughts around each step in the process. Um, deciding what's a true thought and a true feeling versus one that's a limiting belief. Makes a total lot of sense. I know that when we worked together, we definitely worked a lot on fears and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of mine were kind of like fear of judgment, fear of success. Um, I know that those are probably some of like the more top ones that a lot of entrepreneurs, maybe especially even like women entrepreneurs experience. Um, Kind of, would you mind kind of sharing like a little bit of like how somebody who is kind of new to this mindset, maybe who doesn't know their fears, like what does this process kind of look like for, you know, recognizing these limiting beliefs and beginning to identify them and shift them? Yeah. So it's really, um, my model or the way that I, I coach my clients or, or talk to my clients, um, is mostly like, I don't like to tell them how they feel. I don't like to tell them what they're experiencing because I can, A could be wrong and B being told how you feel doesn't ever feel good. doesn't sure. always resonate. Uh, a lot of resistance can come up around it. So, you know, good coaching really comes from asking the right questions and leading somebody's own thoughts down the path to figure it out for themselves. So um, usually the fear work is coming in during action steps. Uh, during change making and things like that. So as my clients start to feel resistance or as I start to notice them falling into bad uh, habits, old habits, um, or doing things that I know are counterproductive, um, 
then we'll start having discuss discussions around why did that happen? Why did that not happen? Maybe there's a homework assignment or an item that they're supposed to do that they keep pushing off week after week after week. And I'm going to say, okay, I'm noticing a trend. Every time we're talking about uh, talking to people or every time we're talking about um, going public about who you are and what you do, or every time we talk about um, asking for a testimonial, anything like that. Maybe there's a certain thing that I notice keeps coming up that they're avoiding or making excuses around or doing uh, in a way that isn't very clean or authentic or in integrity. Then I might ask them what thoughts they have around it. What feelings do they have around it? And start to let them peel back the layers of why this isn't happening, why it's happening the way that it is or whatever you know the, the, um, the trend is that I'm noticing. Um, and asking questions like that and just really getting to the root of their feelings, their thoughts or backing it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. In my programs, everything is based on thought management, right? So every thought that you have creates the feelings that move through your body that allow you to take action or not take action. Most of the actions that we take have some emotional attachment to them or some emotional reason for them but the emotions themselves are derived from thoughts. So you don't feel something until you first thought a thought about it or pass a judgment. Um, so we do a lot of thought management. So in those questions, what we're basically doing is peeling back the layers of emotion to get to the root thought that is causing them to feel that way. So sometimes that thought, um, you mentioned like fear of success, right? Mm -hmm. So I've encountered, encountered people who've had a fear of success because um, maybe everybody that they've met in the past um, that they felt were very successful, where somehow um, maybe they judged them in a way, maybe they thought that they were not nice, or maybe they thought that they were spoiled, or maybe they thought that they were not humble. And so they decided that they've somewhere along the line, the thought was that money changes you, or the thought was um, people who have more are less appreciative or whatever that thought was, or that judgment that was created at some point in time, created an emotion around wealth or created an emotion around success. That, that emotion then created a wall of resistance around taking the actions needed to create wealth or to create success. So the more questions that I ask to expose those thoughts and expose those judgments, give us an opportunity to decide, okay, is this true? Or why do we think that this is true? Or what experience led us to believe this belief? And how can we, we reprogram that? Um, so it's a lot of backwards engineering, really, that mm -hmm. my clients do for themselves, guided by me. That's awesome. What uh, current things are you like offering and everything if any of the listeners or viewers of the video um, are like interested? Do you have anything coming up for the end of 2020 or, you know, starting off 2021? I don't have anything open right now in 2020. Uh, at the beginning of 2021, I will be launching a mastermind. Uh, so if your audience wants to follow me, they can find me on Instagram at MZDANA. I'm just Ms. Dana. Um, on Facebook, Dana Fonga U. I do have a Facebook group that is free. I do a lot of free coaching challenges and programs there. It's the Rich Babe Revolution. Um, and that would be just places to check me out, follow me and find me for now until I start announcing my next launch. That's awesome. I will definitely be sure to leave all the links for you guys in either the podcast show notes or in the description of the video. 
seriously, her group is so gold. And if she does come out with a mastermind, she's probably going to have a challenge or some kind of webinar. And those challenges are lit. I love Dana's challenges. I'm always on the lookout for them. Um, so there's going to be a challenge in the middle of November uh, into December. And it's going to be kind of my pre-mastermind challenge. I know you know my system very well. Yes. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. So I am going to be hosting. Uh, it's one of my most famous challenges. Everybody loves it. It's the fuck fear challenge. Ooh, yeah. And it's specifically about what we kind of talked about or brushed upon today. Uh, it's going to be a 30 day challenge. Most of my challenges are five or 10 day long. So this is going to be more of a program. It's almost a month long program, um, but it's going to be formatted as a challenge. So there's and going to be a ton of work. Free Facebook group. So that's free. It's all going to be in a free Facebook group. Yes. You guys, that is going to be awesome. We'll definitely be sure to link that for you guys. I'm excited for that. I will be participating. So I hope all of you watching and listening participate with me. Um, well, this has been so awesome, Dana. As we wrap up, I have one final question for you. The name of the podcast is Be Unfiltered. So what does unfiltered, um, how do you interpret that like in your life and business or what does that term mean to you? Okay, well, everybody that knows me knows me that I don't have a filter. Yes. <laughs> uh, to me, being unfiltered really means living your truth 100% authentically, fully in every department of your life, uh, speaking your truth, not holding yourself back, um, whether it's to fear or whether it's to judgment or uh, whatever you believe that you might have to filter yourself for, being able to let all of those go and shed them off of you. Um, I think that women who are unfiltered are, are typically more successful because um, this is a doggy dog world. There's a yep. lot, there's a lot of resistance out there in society. There are a lot of fears. There are a lot of fear mongering. Uh, there are a lot of people who, who have jealousy and hate and, and can be throwing rocks at us as we're trying to grow. And really the, the more you learn to try not to please everybody, the more you learn to try to, um, you know, not, uh, worry about the status quo and to not walk on those eggshells anymore as a woman that we all tend to do to please okay. everybody and be everything to everyone all the time, the more you'll find your power and the true authentic version of yourself, who is the version of you that is able to get that shit done. So that is what I believe being unfiltered is, is not giving a fuck anymore. Just be you, do you, everything else will follow. Perfect. I love that. Awesome. Do you have any final words of wisdom or inspiration to share? Oh my goodness. On the spot. <laughs> um, well, I guess my number one piece of advice that I always give to every single client, um, and I talk about it on a lot of podcasts are, is to know your worth. That is the most important lesson. I believe that any coach, any speaker, any mentor can give is that you need to know your worth. Every single one of you are a hundred percent worthy and deserving of living your best life, of having everything you want, going everywhere you want, doing anything that you want. And the only way for you to get it is to go out and get it, is to decide that I am going to be worthy. I'm going to own my worth and I'm going to take the action, take the steps, do the scary thing and make it happen for yourself. That's it. Perfect. Perfect final words to wrap up this week. I'm so happy that we ended on such a high note. I'm so happy that I had you here on the podcast. You guys go follow her 
all of her links and everything for social media and that challenge will be um, available to you guys. So I hope I can see you there. And thank you so much, Dana, for coming on. It's always Thank a you for having me. I love you so much. You take care. Thanks. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of Be Unfiltered. I hope you loved and got some valuable information to begin taking action today. And if you really love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed and left a comment over on the iTunes review section. Until next time, keep taking unfiltered action on your life and dreams. Peace and love.